Hey moms, welcome to this episode of the Dorenda Wilson podcast. I'm Dorenda, wife to one, mom to eight, Nana to nine, and 27-year veteran homeschooling mom. I'm also the author of The Unhurried Homeschooler, a simple, mercifully short book on homeschooling, The Four-Hour School Day, How You and Your Kids Can Thrive in the Homeschool Life, and Unhurried Grace for a Mom's Heart, which is a devotional that I wrote specifically for homeschool moms. I hope you'll check those out. You can go to DorendaWilson.com. You can also go to Amazon to find all three of those books, and you can find The Four-Hour School Day at any of your favorite booksellers in addition to the places that I just mentioned. I also wanted to remind you that I have an online mentoring course and it's full of good content, really helpful in helping to explain a little bit more and actually quite a bit more detail what it looks like to take a simple, unhurried approach to homeschooling for kindergarten to 12th grade. So I hope you will go check out that course. I'll leave a link in the show notes, but it's um, the unhurried homeschooler thinkific.com if you can actually remember that I, I I wouldn't be able to remember that but you know I know you moms are rock stars out there so <laughs> uh, you might be able to do that I also know that uh, for me math was really a struggle um, while our kids were growing up it was a con- on- constant ongoing like okay what's gonna work what's not gonna work or this is working and n- now it's not working and um, and you know with with all eight kids it was just kind of like one of those those journeys that you take. And, uh, and I know that other homeschool moms out there struggle as well with particularly with math. And so, um, my question is, have you tried CTC math yet with your child? And maybe what you're doing isn't working, but here's a testimonial from another happy homeschool mom. Amber said, I'm absolutely thrilled with CTC math. It's a rare find that I've used with my children for more than five years now. I have six children using CTC math and each child has found it easy to navigate and very applicable. I love seeing them enjoy this math program and grow in their mathematical journey. Thank you so much for all that you're doing in providing quality math lessons for my children. So moms, if you're looking for a great online math program, visit ctcmath.com. That's ctcmath.com. And I will leave a link in the show notes for you as well. Um, One really exciting event that's coming up is the Homegrown Generation Online Conference. Um, This conference, uh, we, this conference happened a couple of years ago and then skipped a year and now they're back again. And I, I, you know, not all of us can make it to physically to homeschool conferences and it could, there could be a lot of reasons for that. Um, so this is where online conferences are absolutely fantastic because you can watch them at your own pace. You can, um, you know, you can watch them later. You can watch them live. The great thing about this conference is there's actually during the time that the conference is happening, there's interactive, you're able to interact with the speakers. It's it's pretty amazing. So uh, we'll be talking a little bit more about that in a little bit. But today, we're going to bring some encouragement for the reluctant homeschool mom. So maybe you're homeschooling and you're still not sure that this is for you. You are not alone. Uh, perhaps you're thinking about homeschooling and have doubts that keep you from actually taking the leap. And maybe you're a seasoned homeschool mom who is feeling a little burnt out. And, and, and that's where your reluctance is coming from. It could come from a lot of different places. So the first thing I want to tell you is you're not alone. And you don't need to feel bad about this. Um, we are here to encourage you today. And when I say we, my friend Yvette Hampton is going to share her reluctant homeschool mom story. Yvette is a homeschool mom through and through, but 
it actually wasn't supposed to be that way. Uh, like so many other homeschoolers, Yvette and her husband, Garrett, said they would never homeschool their kids. But God had other plans. She is the producer and host of the documentary Schoolhouse Rock, The Homeschool Revolution. If you haven't seen that documentary, I highly recommend it. It's directed by her husband, Garrett. Um, She is also the host of the Schoolhouse Rocked podcast. And so as a mom who's concerned for this generation's future and our country's future, Yvette has a deep passion for seeing a culture shift by encouraging people through the truth of God's word. And her greatest joy in life is being a wife and a mom. Yvette, welcome. Yeah, thank you. I'm so glad to be back with you again, Dorinda. We've done quite a few podcasts and some yeah. Facebook Lives together and conferences together. And um, it, it's funny because I always I like to sort of link back to when we actually met, how we actually connected. <laughs> can, can, you, can you fill us in a little bit on those details real quickly? Oh, yeah. The first time we met was at a two-to-one conference. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't even know what year that was, 26. No, 27. I think it was 2017. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. And it, it was at the two to one conferences, a conference that is for Christian homeschool bloggers um, right. and people kind of in that arena. And so that was the first time we met. And I, though I knew of you beforehand, I had just never met you in person. And so I was stalking you. I was so excited that you were going to be at that <laughs> event. And um, so I made it a point to meet you and and Daryl and my husband was there and we just hit it off. That was really fun. And and I think the next week we were staying in your guest house. (laughs) You were, you were at our house and we were just having a great time together. So it's always fun when you meet people and you just instantly have this connection and that's kind of how it was for us. So, um, so it's great to have you back. Um, But we're going to talk about that mom out there who's feeling just, you know, feeling reluctant, but feeling guilty for feeling reluctant. I, I think yeah. a lot of us hesitate to share that sometimes with other people because um, we maybe even haven't fully processed it ourselves, but you have a story to tell. So I'd like you to start um, at the very beginning because, you know, as I said in your, uh, your bio biography, you know, you're, it wasn't supposed to be that way. You, yeah. you were basically saying, nope, we're never going to homeschool our kids. So start there. Oh yeah. Yeah. We said never like, I don't mean just like, I don't think that's a good idea, never. I mean, like we were like, never, ever would we do that to ourselves. Never would we do that to our kids. Why in the world? And truly it was, well, it was many reasons. One, it was because I hated school growing up and so did Garrett. And I was like, why would I want to do that all over again? I hated it the first time. Right. But I think more so was because I there were just so many misconceptions. I did not understand homeschooling and what really... I didn't understand the purpose of homeschooling. I mean, I just Mm -hmm. thought education is education, right? I mean, kids learn math, reading, writing, you know, whatever. And I did not understand that education is discipleship. And Mm -hmm. so we just said we'd never do that. And then (laughs) the Lord was like, I got a different plan for you guys. And so we went to our first homeschool convention in 20, oh goodness, when was Lacey born? Lacey's my youngest. She was born in 2010. So it was 2010. I was pregnant with her. Okay. So, so what made you decide to even go to a homeschool conference? That's where you started. You hadn't started homeschooling yet. We had not started. um, Brooklyn was four. She's our oldest and she was four Mm -hmm. years old. And so we, we lived in LA County. We're from Los Angeles. So we were in LA Mm -hmm. County. And as we were thinking about putting her in school, we started to look at the public schools around us and um, just said, you know, I don't think we can afford to do private school. The public schools were not a good option. Um, 
there was just a lot going on in public schools at that time. Well, still is. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say, and, I think it's yeah, multiple. It's actually, I think it's gotten worse. Oh, yeah. And, um, and we just thought, you know what? Um, she's four, so we can do this for the first year. But then my plan was always that I would go back to work to pay right. for them to go to a private school. That's what my parents okay. did for me. Okay. Mm-hmm. That made sense to us. So that was our plan. And some friends of ours invited us to a homeschool conference. And so we went to our first homeschool um, conference. <laughs> so and, what made you say yes to the um, homeschool conference? Honestly, you know what? The Lord just got a hold of our hearts. Um, mm. We First of all, we saw that homeschoolers were just people just like us. Um, right. You know, it's funny because we were like, you know, we're going to drive in. Everybody's going to be driving minivans, which we did not <laughs> drive at the time. I drive one now. Now I'm an official right. homeschool mom. But <laughs> at the time, we didn't have a minivan. And I was like, it's going to be a sea of minivans. And it was. But I also thought we're going to go and everybody's going to be wearing denim jumpers and have their hair right. in a bun. And, you know, I just, and I'm not saying those things are wrong. That just wasn't me. That and, right. and you know, I, I just thought I'm not going to fit in with this world. And mm-hmm. so that was part of the reason. Um, but really, I just thought I, I, I was not equipped to be a homeschool mom mm-hmm. in any way whatsoever. Like what business do I have trying to homeschool my kids? Mm-hmm. And so we were invited by some friends to go to this homeschool convention. And when we went, it was, I'm telling you, it was literally like the scales fell from our eyes. Mm-hmm. And we saw for the first time what home education was and really what family mm-hmm. discipleship mm-hmm. looked like. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. we realized that it was our responsibility to disciple the hearts of our kids, not right. someone else's, not to hand Absolutely. them over to someone else mm-hmm. to do the raising of them. And at that point, I think I started really, we, so it took us, and we talk a little bit about this in the movie, Schoolhouse Rocked, but it took us almost 11 years to have our first daughter. We dealt mm-hmm. with infertility for a really long time. And then it took us almost another five years to have our second daughter. And, and, and we've not been able to have any more since. And so I thought, you know, I've waited for this child for so long. And before mm-hmm. she was born, I thought, why would I want to spend all day, every day with her, like truly. Um, And and that's Mm -hmm. what I thought because that's just how I had been conditioned by society. Why would I want to spend all day with my kid? And why would she want to spend all day with me? Mm -hmm. And then when I had her and I held this precious baby in my arms that I had waited for for so long, Mm -hmm. I fell so deeply in love with her. And I just Mm -hmm. was like, I don't want to let her go. I want to be with her. I want to be able to experience life with her. And I saw all of that unfolding at this conference. I saw families together. I, and, and not that homeschooling is perfect, but I just saw right. what it could look like for our family. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And, um, and, and like I said, it was like the scales fell from our eyes and I just was like, this is it. And we came away from that conference and it was, you know, a two and a half day conference. And we walked away and we said, this is what we're going to do. Like, mm-hmm. we're not going to just test it out for a year. This is what we're going to do. And and we went with our, you know, knees knocking and sweat on our mm-hmm. brow and we had no idea what we were doing. Mm-hmm. Um, but we knew that the Lord was calling us to do this. And over the years, we're now in year 12. So over the past 12 years, I feel like even still, the Lord still shows me, okay, this is why we're doing this. This is why we're doing mm-hmm. this. Yes. Um, and yes. so we just keep walking forward in, in faith and allowing the Lord to have all the glory for it. That, that is... Uh, an amazing testimony. But what I hear you saying is a few things. Like, first of all, I mean, the conditioning of um, just our culture is yeah. like kids are, they don't, they don't 
it's not that kids are a blessing. It's that they're right. they're in the way. And and right. even before you have them, it, it's easy. I think before you have them, it's it can be for some people easier to say, you know, no, I'm not going to do that because you know why would I want to do that all day? Because again, we've been conditioned that this is how it's supposed to be. Right. Um, and then, like you said, you hold that baby in your arms and you realize the gravity. First of all, I mean, the, mm-hmm. you know, just the blessing of having them, but then the gravity of of raising them and how you want them. You want them to love and serve the Lord, and you yeah. want to give them everything they need to do that. Yeah. And you're not going to have the same opportunity to do that when they're gone from you all day long, every right. day. And, yeah. you know, um, it, but it, it's it's like, it's so simple, but it's not easy. You know, we, we right. go through seasons of, you know, doubting and seasons of struggle and, but all of those things just, they feed into um, our real, they can feed into our relationship with our kids. Like we're overcoming yeah. obstacles together. We're doing this together. And so the kids have like the support that they wouldn't have in a classroom because mom and dad are there and they're like, we're going to do this and we're going to figure this out. We're going to do it together. And yep. so, you know, just, we're praying over it. So we're showing them so much every time modeling for them so much, every time we go through difficulties. So you know, maybe your uh, mom out there, her reluctance is that she's just feels like, you know, there's, it's, it's hard right now. And my encouragement to you, and I think yours is too, Yvette, is to stay the course. Like, yeah. don't be afraid to stay the course. You can do this. And I love how you shared about how you thought, who am I? Who am I to do this? Who am I to yeah. teach my child? And I'm like, why are you not? Who, right. Why not you? You know, you love her more than anyone. You're committed to her yeah. more than anyone. You care more about her future than anyone. You know, so why wouldn't you be the best person yeah. to facilitate her education? And so when I say, I like to use that word because sometimes we're not the ones teaching our kid something specific. Like I'm right. not standing in front of them, giving these lectures, you know, you know, it's not the same. It's just sure. very different than a classroom situation, but, um, but we're doing it together. And the other thing that you said that I think is super important to, um, remember is, is your why, why yeah. are you doing what you're doing? And so you go into homeschooling, um, with a strong why, and that is what's going to get you through. Um, yeah. You know, I talk about this in in the four hour school day, and I think in the unheard homeschooler too. Just why are you doing what you're doing? Because that's, like I said, that's going to be the driving force to keep you going when you feel like giving up. So, um, yeah, I love that. And your why changes. I mean, I know for me, yeah. our why changed because mm-hmm. in the beginning it was really because we felt like she wouldn't be physically safe in right. public school. Yes, and yes. then it was because we couldn't afford private school. Mm-hmm. without me working. And then I was pregnant, right. so I couldn't go back. I, I couldn't work that year. Right. And then, but our why has changed so much as the Lord mm-hmm. has just brought more and more mm-hmm. light to, to, to the homeschool conversation and just to the reality of what's yes. going on in the world and the reality yes. of what it can look like having our kids at home. Our why has definitely changed over the years. Right, right. I think that's so important for moms to understand. I'm glad you I'm glad you said that because what I see is how God sovereignly, you know, arranged circumstances so that even though your 
your why was changing, he always provided a why. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> you know, through your circumstances. And I, I love that. Yeah. Um, so I guess a question I have for you is, would you still call yourself a reluctant homeschool mom and why, <laughs> if, if so? I don't know that, I, I don't know that reluctant would be the word because mm-hmm. I have no reluctance in the fact that I think we're doing the right thing by homeschooling our kids Mm -hmm. ever. I mean, there's, I can honestly say there's never been a day where I've watched that school bus go by. And, you know, in the morning I see our neighbor kids and they're walking to the school bus and I see them with their little backpacks on and my heart Mm -hmm. truly breaks for them. Mm -hmm. And so I never, ever have that desire to like, oh, I wish my kids could get on that school bus and I wish I could have a break. So there's never that desire that I have. I, I really do most of the time enjoy having my kids. Now that doesn't right. mean we have perfect sure. days every day. You know, we have our struggles mm-hmm. like anyone else. And so I don't know that I would call myself a reluctant, but what I would call myself is insecure in a lot of ways. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. I still, it, it, st- it still shocks me. You know, we, we have made a movie about homeschooling. We have traveled the country and talked to homeschoolers. I've spoken at homeschool conventions. I have a homeschool podcast that I have hosted for five (laughs) years. Like my whole world is homeschooling and my whole world, you know, aside from my family, you know, my my side hustle is encouraging homeschool moms. It's what, it's what we do. It's the ministry that the Lord has called our family to. Mm -hmm. And yet every day, I'm telling you, Dorinda, every day I wake up and I'm still like, can I do this today? I just, I still feel like I'm somehow messing it up, Mm -hmm. but I have to constantly be reminded of a few things. You know, first I, I constantly remind myself of Matthew 6, 33, but seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness. Seek first, first Mm -hmm. the kingdom of Mm -hmm. God and his righteousness. Mm -hmm. And all these things will be added to you. And I have to remember that the Lord knows, like if I seek him first, he is going to fill in the gaps. He is going to work through me. He is going to He's the one who's doing this. I'm yes. just the one who's saying yes. I'm the vessel mm-hmm. that he's using to speak truth and life into the lives of my girls. Mm-hmm. But it's not mm-hmm. because I'm some amazing homeschool mom and because I have it all together and because I'm totally organized. I mean, today, for instance, <laughs> it was like 1.30 and my youngest had done almost nothing. She had like not <laughs> accomplished anything of significance. And oh. I was like sweetheart, it's a, it's one thirty, And I was, I had some stuff to get down this morning. So I was doing some work stuff. And I was like, you know, it might be a good, good idea to start some math. Right. Right. <laughs> and, um, and so it just, it's not like I have this perfectly structured homeschool in my home. You know, I never post on Pinterest or Facebook or Instagram or anything, what our homeschool mm-hmm. day looks like, because mm-hmm. you know what, honestly, it lo- always looks a little bit messy. At least I mm-hmm. think it always looks messy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But, I hear you. But just like, you know, just like Esther was willing to say yes to what the Lord had called her to, mm-hmm. I'm willing to say yes to what the Lord has called yes. me to. And yes. the enemy is constantly trying to get me to think that I'm messing them up and that mm-hmm. I'm doing it wrong. And, you know, John ten ten says the thief comes only to steal, kill, and destroy. I come that they may have life and have it abundantly. And I feel like constantly that's the enemy. Like he's coming to like mm-hmm. kill our joy and destroy our family and to steal what we're trying to do in discipling the hearts of our kids. And so because I'm aware of that, because I'm aware of the attacks of the enemy, I know whose team I'm on and I'm on team Jesus and I know Jesus Mm -hmm. wins in the end. And really what it comes down to for me is because I feel so inadequate 
on most days, pretty much every day, I just feel inadequate, but I see my girls growing and I see where the Lord is taking them. And I realize that in the end, I'm not going to ever be able to say, look at what an incredible homeschool mom I was. I was so good at this homeschooling Mm -hmm. thing. I was such Mm -hmm. a good teacher. Mm -hmm. I was such a good mom. I'm never going to be able to say that. I'm only going to be able to say, look at what the Lord did because I was willing to just say yes and obey. Oh, amen. I, I, I felt the same way homeschooling eight kids. I thought... There is no way humanly possible for me to do this the way that someone might think it needs to be done, the conventional way. We're going to have to blaze a whole new trail for our family. Yeah. And I believe every family has to do that. And sometimes Mm -hmm. it's a lonely place to be because for your particular family, you're going to be doing specific things that maybe other families aren't doing. Um, There will maybe be some commonalities here and there, but each of us is on such a unique journey. And to be able to embrace that and to accept it as this is what God has for us. And the reason we can do that is because of just what you said. You seek his face first. You seek him first and the rest of it you know, falls into line and you're simply making yourself available every day. And that's what God is. That is all God is asking for, you know, because I I was, I tell this story a lot, but I'm going to tell it again because it's so appropriate. (laughs) Uh, You know, I remember exactly where I was standing in the house and I've got all these kids and they're like all like, you know, 14 or 15 and under, and there's eight of them. And I'm trying to homeschool, you know, most of them, I might have one toddler and the rest are homeschooling. Um, and I'm looking, at, I'm looking around and I'm thinking, you know, if somebody else were looking in on what I'm actually doing with these kids, they would say, this is pathetic. <laughs> like there's no yeah. way that this is enough. There's yep. just no way. Yeah. And I was like, Lord, wh- I, I don't know what to do with this. And, he, yeah. and it was just this gentle, remember the loaves and the fishes. Yep. What did Jesus yeah. say to the disciples? He said, bring me what you you have, have. not what you don't have. Bring me what you have. Make yourself available. Bring me what you have. And he took it and he prayed over it because the disciples were like, well, first he told them to feed, feed feed all these people. And they were like, we can't do that. We don't have the resources. Okay. How many times have we felt like that? You know, yeah. homeschool these kids. I can't do that. I don't have the resources. And he's saying, bring me what you have. So they brought, they brought what they had. He prayed it over it. He blessed it and he multiplied it and he made it more than enough. And I have watched that happen for our family. And I've watched it happen for countless other homeschooling families. So have that encouragement, moms. Know that. And can I just say also true confessions? I was one of those moms who for just a brief moment here and there said, boy, I'd really like to put these kids on a school bus right now. Just saying. So for oh, I, if, if yeah. moms out there, if you have had that feeling and had that thought, just know you're not alone. You yeah. know, <laughs> I'm not shaming any mom who feels right? that way at all. I just, I never felt that way. Yes, but that's I great. know many moms do, you know, I mean, I've had other feelings yeah. of, you know, doubts right. and inadequacies, and, you know, like, uh, oh, no, but yeah, goodness. it's, yeah, and, it's and so God great. does fill in the blanks. I mean, I, we yeah. actually had a 
pretty neat thing happened a few weeks ago. Um, Brooklyn, my oldest daughter, um, you know, she's looking at colleges now, um, which mm-hmm. is really funny because we've never even considered college for her. Like she never right. was really college bound, um, never had a desire. And all of a sudden she's like, I think I might want to go to college. And we're like, right. oh, okay. Right. That means she I actually have to do a transcript. idea in mind, right? Yeah, About what yeah. she needs to do. So yeah. So we're praying through this and she was looking at taking a, um, a course at a, a local school, um, and it was just one course that she was going to take, but she had to take this entrance exam. This was just, I don't know, two weeks ago or three weeks ago. Mm-hmm, she mm-hmm. had to take this entrance exam. And I'm not kidding you. We went to do this and I was like, this is where it all comes down. This is I, where everybody's <laughs> going to find out that I have no idea what I'm doing. I and had the so, same experience. Yes. Oh man. She went and took this test and I'm telling, I was holding my breath and so was she. Uh-huh. And I mm-hmm. just was like, okay, I don't know how this is going to unfold. And what to make it worse, we had to actually meet with the like, counselor, you know, admissions counselor right after the test. Cause like she got her score immediately. So no time to like adapt or adjust. Well, yeah. Yeah. And it's not like they like send the test score home so you can just open it quietly. Oh no, this was like on the open, like here's how she did on the test. And so we, she does the test, she comes out, we go straight to the admission counselor's office and she asked him, she said, how did I do? And he said, you did great. And she's like, no, really? How did I do? He said, you did great. <laughs> she got a 95%. And I was like, oh, oh, so she is learning things. <laughs> Praise the Lord. I mean, it was just so cool. And it was like, that was one of those defining moments for her and for me. Where I just was like, Lord, you are so faithful. You are so good. You said you yep. would and you did. And yes. you're still doing it. And so I'm going to trust you over these next few years and not just with her education, but with, you know, her life. I mean, who's she going to marry? What's she going to do as an adult? Who is she going to be as a follower of Christ? And so in those moments where I feel like, oh no, she's teetering. What is she going to do? I'm like, God knows he's got a hold of her. And so, Mm -hmm. yeah, he Mm -hmm. just shows off and he showed off that day. I love it. Oh. And I'm so thankful that he did because I just was able to just say, you know what, Lord, I, I literally don't know how that happened because I'm so inadequate, but you are so mm-hmm. faithful. You are so mm-hmm. good. And I mm-hmm. trust you, Lord. And so, mm-hmm. so we keep going and, um, and it's exciting to see it all unfolding. You know, she's a junior this year. And so we have a couple of years mm-hmm. left with her. Right. Um, right. But yes. Yeah. Oh, yep. I had the same exact exper- experience. Yeah. Literally. <laughs> yeah. Jake was starting a dual enrollment and straight from homeschooling to dual enrollment and so that he could start college early. And, um, but language arts, I mean, the guy is an absolute math whiz and preferred to spend most of his time on math. I had to make him do just the tiniest little (laughs) bit of language arts. And when I say tiny, it was tiny. Like read this, read this book or, you know, whatever book he chose for 20 minutes and write a summary and I'll go over it with you. Okay, yeah. that's, that was really the bulk of his language arts, seriously. So he goes, goes to take the entrance exam. Everything you were saying, I totally felt. I was like, this is it. <laughs> this is the moment when I'm going to find out what a cruddy homeschool mom yep. I am. And same thing happened. He comes out. I'm like, well, I figured math would be fine. How, how, how was uh, English? He said, oh, I aced it. What? <laughs> you know, I mean, like I didn't believe him at first. He's yeah. like, no, I, I aced it. And I'm like, how? How? Because yeah, we both know. Like I'm not. Right. I'm not dissing him or anything. We both yeah. know language arts has been hard and it's been a, a, a you know not easy. And we've just sort of we feel like we just fumbled along. You know. Yeah. He goes, Mom. You you know we did our summaries. You taught me how to speak well at home. We've always mm-hmm. used good grammar, and you know, and we love growing our vocabulary. And this just all just 
came naturally, you know? So don't think about it. You don't think about the things you teach your kids just through conversation and things like that. And he goes, that's really all I needed to know for the entrance exam. I was like, okay. All right. And I felt the same way you did. Thank you, Lord. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. And it, and again, it comes back to, you know, he's in control. Like he's, we just bring what we have and we leave it with him and we let him do his thing. And like, I love what you said. He, he shows off and it's just so beautiful to see. So, um, I love that. I love this, this whole conversation and your testimony. It's just amazing to me. So what encouragement do you have for the moms out there listening who are struggling with feeling reluctant and maybe they're even feeling guilty for feeling reluctant? Well, well, I would say one, you are not alone. Join the club. I mean, I I have yet to meet a homeschool mom, literally, and and you're probably the same. You know, again, Mm -hmm. we've traveled, we've, you know, I've talked to hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of homeschool moms. And I'm talking homeschool moms who like, you know, have been homeschooling for a long time, people who are, you know, speakers, yes, who are yes. authors, <laughs> and every single one of us feels inadequate in one way or another. And so you're not alone in feeling that way. Mm-hmm. And I, honestly, my husband and I have talked so many times and said, you know, we would much rather than be in our home and us get to disciple their hearts and show them Jesus every day and find opportunities to do that than to put them in a public school that's going to teach them everything contrary to the word of God. Because Absolutely. their soul is what matters more than anything at all. And yep. so at the end of the day, yes. Yeah. And at the end of the day, they can learn anything down the road that they oh, need yeah. to. Like, but you of, can't reverse the spiritual aspect right. of it. Like, especially like, once you, once you're past that opportunity to influence them in that way. Yep. That particular opportunity is gone. It doesn't mean you can't speak into their lives, but you have way less impact at that point. Yes. Yeah, absolutely. It's it's true. I mean, honestly, I went to to a Christian school my entire life and I came out really not knowing much of anything. And most mm -hmm. of what I've learned has been in my adult life. Mm -hmm. And so I have to remind myself that like, it's okay if they don't know everything. Even if they went to school, they wouldn't know everything. That's right. Absolutely. But they're home and we're, pointing them to Jesus. You know, 3 John 1, 4 says, I have no greater joy than to hear that my children are walking in the truth. Like, I want to just know that they're walking in truth because when they come face to face with their savior, he's not going to care how they did on the math test. He's not Mm -hmm. going to care if they could parse out sentences. And it's not that he doesn't care about math. It's not that God doesn't care about their education. I know that's not what you're saying, but at the end of the day, the soul is eternal. It's, yes, yes. It is mm-hmm. what matters mm-hmm. most. And mm-hmm. so, yeah, my encouragement is just know that you're not alone and just trust the Lord. Just trust him. Mm-hmm. Just keep saying yes. Keep obeying and trust the Lord because, you know, even I mentioned Esther earlier and in, in the book of Esther, she says, if I die, I die. You know, sometimes right. I feel that way, yes, like exactly. I'm going to die. <laughs> but, um, you know, he, the Lord is so good. He is so faithful and it is not easy. Just because it's hard doesn't mean it's wrong. Exactly. And even on your hardest days, it's okay. Take a break. Mm-hmm. Start over mm-hmm. again the next day. If you need to take mm-hmm. a week off or a month off or a year off of academics, do it. Yes. And love your kids, show them Jesus, read to them, yes. and keep walking yeah. forward one step at a Amen. time with the Lord. And just show up. Just show yeah. up every day. And yeah. I love that. Just show up and trust the Lord because he yeah. has a really good plan. And and I think does. I think one of the the points of this podcast would also be to say, um, not to get focused on your weaknesses and your reluctance, because mm-hmm. that's not 
at the end of the day, our weaknesses are no obstacle to God. And specifically when we shift our view to him, and I love that song, turn your eyes upon Jesus, look full in his wonderful face. Um, and the things of earth will grow strangely dim in the light of his glory and grace. So those problems shrink when we are looking to the savior and trusting him for our homeschooling. So moms, I hope that you have been encouraged today. Um, We want to mention a few details about that upcoming conference that's coming up, the Homegrown Generation Conference. Yvette and her husband, Garrett, are the ones who host this. So um, Yvette, can you tell us a little bit more about it? Yeah. Oh, it's so exciting. So the conference, it's like you said, it's online, it's live, and it's interactive. And so what that means is we will stream everything through through the World Wide Web. Um, it's all going to mm-hmm. stream actually through YouTube. And so people can watch all of the sessions live um, through YouTube. All of our speakers are coming on at their assigned time. Um, and then people can interact. They can ask questions, they can make comments. And it's so fun. We did this, you know, a couple years ago. And it was such a blast and it was so much fun for people to actually get to interact with each of our speakers and ask the questions that, you know, are burning inside of them because watching mm-hmm. a conference, you don't, if most online conferences, you don't get that interaction. Right. Um, and so with this, you get to interact with each of them and it's just a huge blessing. We've got an incredible lineup of speakers, including Dorinda Wilson, of course, <laughs> um, but I mean, our speaker lineup is amazing. We have Sam Sorbo, Andrew Pudewa, Rick Green, Rachel and Davis Carmen, Israel Wayne, uh, Zan Tyler, um, just uh, Sonia Schaefer, tons of people, uh, Todd Wilson. Um, we have some Instagram moms. This one's really fun. We're, we're doing a round table with some of these Instagram mamas. Um, ha- Abby Halberstadt, I don't know if you know who she mm-hmm. is. She's um, yes. M is for Mama. Yes. Mm-hmm. Um, yep. Allison Owen, who's Her Heart's Homeschool. Um, Elizabeth Parsons is Purely Parsons. I love so, her. So um, they are just amazing, Jesus-loving homeschool moms. And so the three of them are doing a panel together. Um, it's just going to be a lot of fun. We have a panel for dads as well. Um, that's going to be oh, that's uh, my great. husband, Todd Wilson, and Davis Carmen are doing mm-hmm. that one. And so mm-hmm. it's going to be four days of live interactive conference. And so you can go on the website and you can look and see who is speaking at what time and what sessions are really interesting to you. But you don't have to watch them live to have access to them. Like once once they are done, you'll have lifetime access to every session. As a matter of fact, people can sign up for the event even after it's over and still access all of the sessions. And um, if you sign up for this conference, you actually get the entire conference that we did in 2020 um, as part of it. So access to wow. that entire conference. And that one was Kirk Cameron, Heidi mm-hmm. St. John, a bunch of the speakers that we have for this one and, and several more. So mm-hmm. you have access to all of that content as well as the live um, conference that we're doing. And there's, you know, swag bag with all kinds of free downloads and free audiobooks and, you know, fun homeschool downloads and things like that. Um, and so, yeah, it's going to be a great event. So it's Monday through Thursday, March 6th through 9th. And um, the cost of the event is only $35, but... Wow. Um, you you have, the, I think, Dernda, you have the coupon um, for 25% off. Mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. So if people go to your, uh, what's your link? Homegrowngeneration.com slash Dorinda. Yes. Yes. Yeah. So go so, to that link. <laughs> um, yeah. And we'll put that in the show notes as yeah. well. Um, yeah. So it'll make it yeah. easy for you to get to. Um, now, if you're listening from a, a podcast platform instead of my website, and for some reason you can't see links in the show notes, sometimes they they messed that up. Go to my website, 
and go to the podcast page and you'll be able to see everything there. So, um, yeah. 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 And that website will, I mean, that link will work too. So yeah. Homegrowngeneration.com slash Dorinda. Um, we'll take them and, um, if they put in the code HG25, um, they'll get 25% off. So then it ends up being like, $26 $26 and some change wow. um, to say amazing. It's like conference. two conferences for the price of one. Yeah. Yeah. And pe- lo- last time, lots of people did um, parties like they, you know, would get together with their friends and they That's would go to one fun. person's house and watch, you know, some of the sessions live and stuff. And so, um, you know, yep. make, make it fun with your yeah. homeschool mom friends. Um, and it's yeah. for homeschool moms of like wherever you are, if you're not even yep. homeschooling yet, and you're just thinking about it. Or mm-hmm. if you've been homeschooling for 20 years, there are sessions mm-hmm. that are applicable to every single homeschool mom, wherever you are in your journey. Yeah. So it's it's a yeah. lot of fun. Awesome. Okay, great. Well, moms, don't forget to check that out. Um, we're going to go ahead and close in a word of prayer. Uh, Lord, we just thank you so much for this time together. And I specifically want to pray over every mom listening who may have tuned in because she is feeling reluctant. She's feeling doubtful. Um wherever she is, whether she hasn't started the homeschool journey or whether she has, or she's been doing it for a long time. Lord, I just pray that this episode will have been a huge, um, just a huge inspiration and shot in the arm, Lord. I just pray that she would feel peace about moving forward, that you would just help her (laughs) shoulders to just relax and to take a deep breath and just to move forward, to continue to show up faithfully, knowing that she can trust you with this homeschool journey, Lord. We thank you for the privilege of home educating our kids. And uh, um, we're just grateful and we're specifically thankful for your faithfulness in all of it. In Jesus' name, amen. 